They kept it interesting all summer, right? Gave us a lot to talk about. They Had still got to get us games. through one more week. One more week and a half. Oh, man. That was, um, that was tough last night, Brewer fans. Looked like maybe, just maybe both sides were going to line up. Got some good hitting. Pitching was doing well. Yep. And then uh, the bullpen implodes and uh, back-to-back four-run innings and uh, game over. Brewers are going to lose the series even if they win today. Four games out. Um, yeah. Tough yeah, scene last the night in bullpen, St. Louis. The bullpen was bad, but the defense was even worse when three guys can't even catch a pop fly in left field. It's terrible. It was absolutely disgusting. I wanted to barf. Right on the spot. It's about time to think about eating Braun's contract. <laughs> that was not his fault. It's, well, it's a third of his fault. A third? Uh, Have you ever played the sport? You know, that's his ball that's a million ball. times. Yeah, I don't know why. Well, is well, who who calls? I mean, if you call it off, doesn't someone... Braun uh, half-assed it do you wanna, and looked for someone else to catch it when it was 100%. Do you want a guy ball. catching it who's running right on at it? Or two guys with it coming out over their shoulder? Yeah, I would think it's Braun's ball. Um, I don't know. I mean, that 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 didn't lose the game, but that was but certainly a bad. Everyone's fault I mean, there. Yeah, I mean, to give up eight runs in when you got a one-run uh, cushion was pretty bad. Bottom line is this. The Brewers are taking on water big time. Lost three in a row. Both Cubs and Cardinals have won three in a row. You're four out of the, di- the division. Uh, you're four out of the wild card. You're only two games above 500. It's... Uh, it's a tough, uh, tough, tough times in Brew City. Yeah, just put the poll up at Zone Madison. It's very simple. Are the Brewers done? Yes or no? Go vote. I'll put it up on Facebook. Boy, too. it'd be. Uh, I mean, I don't want to knee jerk this vote, but I mean, right now it would be tough to uh, say no. They're not done. I mean, what what encouragement uh, do you have? I mean, yeah, they've had you know patches. You know, the other night the pitching was decent, but then you have a night like last night, and then you have you know. Day, I mean, you have days where the bats just go, you know, two, three, four games in a row where the bats vanish. That's so, terrible. Like, that's a, your strength, too, is your bats, right? They haven't done anything. So, uh, we'll talk more about the Brewers. Yeah, tough. I mean, you know, we talked about it on Monday. Um, is, is this a series that you're fired up for uh, or nervous about? You know, you had it right where you wanted it, right? You know, you're you're going into a series against the team that's leading the division. If they had won these two games, you're talking about you're tied right now. Um, they lost both games, and uh, you know now they are are four games out, and you know trying to salvage one game and not looking um, good. You know after a uh, one game after uh, losing the first. There's game. no magic. There's no magic. Yeah. There's it none. Does feel like that at times. Uh, are the Brewers done again? Last night, uh, it looked like it was certainly going to be a, a game that was winnable. You know, going into the later innings, you got the lead, low-scoring game, you got some good pitching once again, finally got some timely hitting. You're like, okay, you know, this is what, you know, this is what, you know, a playoff-like baseball game looks like, right? These yep. are, you know, these are two teams that are one would think would be in the playoff mix a month from now. This is what it feels like, right? This is going to be a close game, good pitching, good timely hitting. Okay, you know, it's going to come right down to the wire. And then, wow, seventh inning, four runs. Wow. Eighth inning, four runs. We talked about it. Three players couldn't decide who wanted a, a pop fly in left field. Three runs score. Jeremy Jeffers rocked. <laughs> um, and it's like everything that we've been. And then the Brewers couldn't, you know, muster to get a hit, you know, in the last couple innings. And it's like, yep, this is what, you know, the, unfortunately, this is more of the reality of the situation than the other side, which is they rally for an incredible win, which yep. is what we've come for the last three seasons. Which is what we've come to know this team for. A team that just figures out ways to win. Last night, they figured out a way to lose. Yeah, okay. So last night, they lost, obviously. Uh, Last year, on this day in history last night, they took a loss. So then... um, No, I'm sorry. Today, they would lose. So then after that, last year, they would go on from August 22nd till the end of the season, regular season. They went 26-9. and 
for 163 games to force their way into the playoffs, win the division, then eventually. 26, 26 and 9? Yeah, in the final 35 wow. games, they went 26 and 9. Yeah, and you were reading, so they had an eight game winning streak in there. They had a six game win streak they had in the September. eight game winning streak to close out the season. And I was saying, I wonder, you know, if you had clicked on every one of those box scores, I, I, how many home runs and how many RBIs did Christian Yelich have? Oh, he's unconscious. In that 35 or 26 and 9 stretch. So I maybe mean, the Brewers will start going and getting yeah. hot right now. Good luck. <laughs> well, okay, be honest, Nelson. Go back to this time last year. Did you think they had the chops to catch the Cubs? To catch the Cubs, most likely not, but I did place a bet in late July for the Brewers with a Cubs fan for the Brewers to win the division when they were like six games back, which I still need to get cashed out for. But that's a different story. Uh, but, no, I definitely thought they were a playoff team. They were definitely – going towards making the playoffs for sure. Yeah, and I guess, Ebo, to his point, that 608-321-1670, Brewer friends, the one difference in this deal is, like, yeah, I, nobody thought that they were going to catch the Cubs. I, I mean, I'm completely with Nelson. There's no, I, I was like, well, did you ever really think they were going to beat the Cubs? No. The difference is, at this time last year, you were still pretty secure in thinking you're probably going to be a wild card spot, right? Yeah. The difference this year is, there, the, the National League, we've talked about this, is the National League better or is it just more parity? Because last year at this time, there was kind of a, a, a distinct line between, there was, you know, the playoff teams and the non-playoff teams. Right now, you look at the standings, you know, there's eight, nine teams in the National League that can conceivably still make the wild card. Last year at this time, it was like three or four. So the difference is, yeah, the division's almost ex- identical. The spot they're in right now is almost identical to the spot they were in last year. The difference is last year at this time, you know, they were still pretty much, and you know, you could say it three and a half games out. I mean, it's the Nationals and Cubs right now are the wild card teams, but it felt like you you had a real legitimate shot to make at yeah. least the wild card last year. I, you know, you felt like there's over, magic, right? You'd have to overtake three of the four teams here: Nationals, Cubs, Phillies, Mets. So all four of those teams are now in front of the Brewers. That's a lot of work. And now you need some luck because you need two of those teams to play bad down the stretch. No, I mean, could it be possible? Sure. But what indication do you have right now that the Brewers can get it done? When's the last time they're on the same page together? When's the last time you thought this team was dominant? When's the last time you thought this team could go the distance? I mean, probably May when they. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it was early June for me. Yeah, so, they had another one of those crazy months of May's where they went on a huge win streak. Look, yeah, May. Gio Gonzalez looked really good last night. Gio Gonzalez dealt pretty well, really well. And then what happened? Junior Guerra comes in. He walked. He walked one of the runners in. Like he walked the base. The bases were loaded. He walked the dude in, and then Braun misses that pop up fly, and you know, and just the wheels come off the bus. There's no hitting. There's nothing. What's the what's the one thing you thought the Brewers the Brewers could do good at hitting the ball, right? Yeah. They took one hit two days ago, and last night they could barely hit the ball again. And then you have the bullpen giving it up after a nice start from Gio Gonzalez. They can't get on the same page. There's no luck. It just is a completely different feel. You don't have. Do you even have an ace? Do you have an ace pitcher? I no. Do you have anyone you can trust anymore in the bullpen? No, no. Are you confident in the sticks? <laughs> no. <laughs> I hate to say it, but I think they're done. Is Hank the dog a clone? Yes. Yes. Is, is, is it the second Hank or the third Hank? <laughs> All right, so we've been doing a lot of dates. Here, I'll give you one to answer your, ask that last question. Uh, on June, let me see here. They played the Giants on June 16th. They won the third game in San Francisco of a three-game set with the Giants. They went to 40-31. and 31. On June 16th, they were nine games above 500. That's the high mark this season. So you asked the last time you felt like, they were con- like you were confident that this team could be a playoff team. On June 17th, I was very confident because they had won five of six. They were nine games above 500. That's a long time ago. And when did the pitching woe start? Right after that. No, I was going to say because ironically, Nelly, to your point, the next then the next day they started a three game series with the Padres, promptly got swept. Then they had a three game series with the Reds and lost three of four. So they went in a stretch where they went one in five after they got to forty and thirty one, which is to, still to this point that's the highest they've been above five hundred all season, nine games up. 
then yeah, since mid June, it's kind of been back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I just yeah, I just think... I don't know. Like, what else is left to say about the Brewers besides? They're done. They're done. I told you so. Mm. They couldn't do this with a pitching staff all year, especially not with the one they had assembled. Um, so but watch them start rattling off some wins here. I think the only I'm not thing. Gonna hold my breath on that, Nelly. The only thing left to say is, Mount Notice needs to take a visit, right? Braun might be up there oh. after that play last night. That was Stop pitiful. It. You might as well go back to Little League. It was sad. Right, he was, was the kid picking dandelions because he wasn't paying attention. Picking dandelions. they put that kid in right field. Well, they put him in left last night. <laughs> uh, all right, Brewer fans, do you have any? Give, give me. Let's can't be all negative. Yeah, we need some There's positivity. There's got to be something good here. Give me something good. They should have a day off here soon. Uh, Brewer fans. <laughs> yeah, Oof. Thursday. They have the, they have like every Thursday off. This is the title of the article. Uh, investigation: NCAA's school spending on college football recruiting is skyrocketing. Um, USA Today did a deep dive on from the fiscal years 2016 through 2018 of the Power Five conferences. That's the Big Ten, the Big 12, the Pac-12, mm-hmm. the ACC, and the SEC. Obviously, Ebo, to no surprise, the SEC, by far and away the biggest spending conference. They, the average school in the SEC spends $1.3 million. Yes. Uh, to no surprise, the Pac-12 People always think that's, you know, the worst of the Power Fives. Um, they haven't really had a viable football contender, you know, since Oregon when the playoffs started. Even that was kind of a fringe. They're last at 710000 couple of surprises on this. The, you know, the Big 12, yeah, I mean, Texas, Oklahoma, okay. But that's second over the Big 10. But here's the stunner to me. The Big 10 is not third. It's the ACC. So by Power 5, SEC, Big 12, ACC, Big 10, and Pac-12, the Big 10 spends an average of $855,000 per school. So almost a half a million less than the ACC. You wonder, is there an SEC bias right. in the media, or why is the SEC Funny money. always get, I mean. Does this take into account gifts? No, this is no, this, this is, the, is the above board. This, this is, is the, what they have to report. Yeah. Um, this isn't under the table stuff. So this is way higher than. I'm sure it's way higher. Oh, yeah. This is just what they're reporting as. That's what they the got to tell Uncle Sam. To give you an idea, Georgia. I mean, they haven't won yet, but they've been in the college football playoff twice. They're always right there. Georgia for that three-year stretch, 2016 to 2018, spent an average. Are you ready for this? $2.6 million a year Jesus. on college football recruiting. <laughs> Alabama, who is the industry standard, no doubt, in college football, $2.4 million. Clemson's the defending national champs. Maybe a little more impressive what they've done. $1.7 million. Still a lot of money, but they're spending about a million dollars less a year than Georgia and, and Alabama. Sure. Okay, how about the big boys in the Big Ten? Ohio State's won a national title. They're in the mix every year. Wasn't Michigan going over to Europe? I'm going to have to guess Michigan's the highest. Uh, you are absolutely correct, Nelson. Well done. Michigan, $1.4 million. Ohio State, despite being, you would have to say, the class of the Big Ten, right, Evo, for yeah, many years? Of course. 950000 They don't even spend a million dollars a year. Nebraska is second in the Big Ten at $1.3 million. Didn't they go like 0-6 last year right. or something? But here's where it gets insane. The University of Wisconsin, been to six Rose Bowls, yep. right, in the last 25 years. Yep. Was one win away, maybe one series away, maybe one first down away from the college football playoff two years ago. Mm-hmm. They put out Heisman Trophy winners. They put out multiple first-round draft picks. They put out, um, you know, All-Americans. They put out undefeated regular seasons. They're, we always ask, Wisconsin's right in that next group, right? You know, Do they want to make the next step and join the Alabamas yep. and the Ohio States as the elite programs? Well, they have to be up there spending with the big boys, right? I'm going to have to go on a limb and say they're not. Okay. Out of the five power conferences, and the, including the Big Ten, guess who is last in the Big Ten and guess who is last in all of college football, talking about the major conferences, in spending money on recruiting? Your Wisconsin Badgers. Your Wisconsin Badgers, in the years 2016 through 2018, spent an average of $350,000. 
my God. That That's is nine is times. Is that impressive? Or is that... What is that? That's I, kind of impressive. That is nine times less than what the top school Georgia is spending. That's four times less than what the top school in the Big Ten Michigan is spending. How wow. in God's green earth is Wisconsin football even competitive, let alone competing for national championships after hearing those numbers? Because our boys got that silver tongue when it comes to recruiting. A kid in Wisconsin that walks on. What is what is Wisconsin? Walk-on walk University. On our buddy Jay Kokorowski, walk-on this I way. I just read a book. great article I, yesterday about how Alex Erickson is going to have a huge major piece for the Cincinnati Bengals. Tell me again, what did Alex Erickson do? He walked on. He walked what on. did J.J. Watt do? Walked he on. He walked on. Look Jim at all, Leonard walked, walked on. on. What does Wisconsin do? They breed successful football players. You don't got to be spending all kinds of cash flying all everywhere. You know what it tells me? Wisconsin football players, especially the walk-on guys, better than the dudes down south that they spend millions of dollars to go recruit on. I think that's impressive. I I think that's very impressive. Because you can always spend more. That's crazy, though. Georgia is spending $2.7 million a year. What have they done? I mean, they have been to the college football playoff twice. Wisconsin hasn't been once. Well, have they won it? They have not won it. Um, you know, Michigan is spending $1.5 million. You, certainly, you could say Wisconsin's been a better football program than Michigan over the last 10, 20 years. Damn. But, that, I mean, dude, three hundred grand. Rutgers spends more on college football recruiting than Wisconsin. Yeah, and they're Rutgers. terrible. Rutgers. And they're terrible. Uh, I just, boy, I'm, again, looking at this Twitter thing, I, this article uh, I retweeted at, at Action Zone Radio. From USA Today, uh, again, out of the Power Five conferences, um, the SEC—no surprise—the SEC spends way more money than any other conference. They average a million three for money spent on recruiting. The most is Georgia at two point seven million. Alabama's at two point four million. Uh, the Pac-12, no surprise, is last. They don't even spend a little more than a half a million on average per team. That the Big Ten is fourth out of five for the Power Five is c- kind of surprising. I mean, maybe the Big 12, but the ACC, I mean, the ACC, you think of as what? College basketball, right? Duke, Carolina. I mean, yeah, they have Clemson. They have the reigning national champ. But outside of Clemson, the ACC is pretty tragic right now for football. I mean, the Big 10 is. Florida State does have some history. They do. And so does does Miami. Right. And I get that. But what do you think in the eighties and the nineties now? I mean, Wake Forest and Still Blue Bloods. Wake Forest, Boston College. So is Sister Jean. Um I just I don't think of the a, Blue Blood. <laughs> Hundred years today. Yeah. Happy birthday, She's Sister still got Jean. Blue Blood. For the fact that the ACC outspends the Big Ten is a little surprising. But then you get inside the conference, Ebo, and again that Wisconsin three hundred grand is what they spend on recruiting. It just blows my mind. It also blows my mind, but I think it's also a, it just shows you how good at like some of these um, coaches are at recruiting and finding talent in the state of Wisconsin and all that stuff. I think it's impressive that they, they spent three hundred thousand dollars a year. And uh, dude, you were one series away against Ohio State to go to the college football it's a, playoffs. It, 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 like that's my point. It's like, and, and you're right, but it's like it's impossible that Wisconsin is competitive. Like, told you how good they are, what they do. Well, right. I mean, should we love this? Should we? I mean, to ever be critical of Wisconsin, you're an you're an ass of a fan, because we're we're you know it's you talk about apples to apples. The comparison is hilarious to even try to say. So to make one Rose Bowl is a miracle. To make six. It's it's impossible to do what Wisconsin's done based on these numbers. Their, or do you say, go ahead? What's their bowl streak at? Well, they're, yeah, twenty one. Yeah. It's like what what Wisconsin's doing is it's impossible. You know, we were talking about uh, recruiting and how this report came out that Wisconsin, out of the Power Five conferences, is dead last um, in spending money, and it's not even close. Like they're not even like Rutgers in the Big Ten spends more money than Wisconsin, which is like crazy to think about. May, would, do you think at some weird level, like was Nails Tales a uh, did they spend some? Was that a recruiting tool? <laughs> because this is okay. if it was, it was the worst recruiting tool ever. So Brad Nickmeyer tweets me at Actions on Radio. He says the UW has spent a lot of money on Camp Randall renovations, which is used as a big recruiting tool. Yeah. Did he was Nails Tales included in the upgrades to Camp Randall to entice potential recruits to come well, to the UW? F- Fourteen years ago, how how did the Badgers do when they unveiled it? And then the they made a Rose Bowl l- that year. So maybe it was. 
Maybe and like, they made three straight rolls. Maybe bowls. that's why Russell Wilson came. He really wanted to <laughs> he see saw this. Nails Dales wanted Russell to come Wilson check it out. Here. He's like, dude, I, I'm in love with this art. Uh, I have to come here to stare at it every day. I'm, I'm sold. Well, um, our resident booze hound, AP Knudsen, Nudie tweets in. He says, uh, I need to know. I need to know what all of this money or lack thereof is being spent on. Please explain what all of this money is spent on for recruiting these athletes. It's well, a fair question. I mean, it's I mean, not a lot of money. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's the again it's the, gas, jet fuel. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's meals. It's, yeah, it's like hey, look, can they take them out to eat? Yeah, you I think can. So. Like when I was recruited, yeah, you can. I mean, you can go out like with the like my mother and I went, you know, on a recruiting trip, and like me and my mother and the head coach and the assistant coach went went to dinner. But yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, it's. It's coaches spending, you know, hotel money and travel money and renting a car and getting a plane ticket. Yeah. Can't they write a lot of that stuff off, though? Yeah, I'm, I don't know the ins and outs of how you can spend the money. I just, I mean, it. here's the thing. It makes, is, are you at all, either one of you guys at all surprised that the SEC is number one no. by like two to one? No, not at all. Right. So, and then are you at all surprised that, like Nelson said, and you're absolutely right, I mean, my God, Nelson! The trip to Jim Harbaugh took Michigan to South Africa this year. That Didn't trip they go alone, to Spain too, or Italy right. or something. And, or? You know, that trip alone probably cost a million bucks. So, I mean, I get why Michigan. What I don't get is like question for you. What, like what? Let's like say Tom Brady came into Michigan locker room. Like Chance the Rapper came into Michigan's locker room, or uh, right? I think Big Sean did as well. Do they pay those guys to come in there, or do they do it on their own? No, free I think will? they do it on their own. You think so? Yeah, just to look good. Yeah, like I we had it like, um, you know, it was uh, Melvin Gordon and James White were hanging out at Badger practice a couple weeks ago. There was that picture of, of Dane and Taylor and White and Gordon. I think they were just hanging out. So yeah, I mean that certainly helps. But Wisconsin doesn't have a shortage of famous alum. You know, JJ Watt. You don't have to go much further than just the commencement Watt, speech, you Russell. Know? I mean, you, as far as a recruiting tool. You don't have to go much farther than J.J. Watt and Russell Wilson to say, look what we can put out. That's about two of the best NFL guys that yeah. you can you can boast. So it's not like Wisconsin yeah, can't Joe sell Tom, that. Yeah, Joe yeah, Thomas. Joe Thomas. Uh, you got Melvin Gordon. Hell, you got all kinds of guys. So um, I just, when you look at that number, it's staggering that they spend, they're last, right? They're Dead last, last in, in, in the Power, power five conferences. Yeah, they're last. I think that's very impressive for Wisconsin. That just shows you. Well, they're walk on you. They're walk on university. Look at the dudes that have just walked on to Wisconsin, who probably weren't even, who weren't heavily recruited at all, because hence being a walk on. Right. And Wisconsin, once they shore up their borders, you know, look what they can do with it. That right. just shows you how good football. I think football is very underrated in Wisconsin. Yeah, and, and there's some truth to that. You know, I'd love to hear your opinion on this, uh, football fan. Six zero eight three two one sixteen seventy. And yeah, you're probably right. If they didn't go this route, there would never have been a Jim Leonard or an Alex Erickson. Or a Jared Aberderis or a J.J. Watt or any of these incredible recruits that came out of nowhere. But, you know, we've been celebrating, you know, on the flip side to play devil's advocate, we've been celebrating Graham Mertz like he's the second coming of Christ here in Madison because he's the first five-star quarterback recruit we've ever had. You know, Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, they get four or five-star quarterback recruits every year. Hell, they get so many, they got to transfer to other schools just to play. You know, we get once in our life and, you know, like we, we want to work and I'm guilty of it myself. You know, we want to think Graham Mertz is the greatest thing ever because he's the first five-star recruit. Well, how different would it be around here if there was two or three Graham Mertzes coming in every single year? True. I'm a cone guy, though. Um, I'm looking at the Big Ten, though. Indiana. What do you think of Indiana football? It's an average at they best. Spend $700, they spend $700,000. They twice what Wisconsin spends. What do you think of Illinois football? Egregious. They spend 739000 What Almost do you think three of... three times what Wisconsin spends. What do you think of Maryland? A, a dumpster fire. They spend 540000 What do you think of freaking... Uh, here we go. How about Iowa? A solid program. But you'd think Very Wisconsin close to Wisconsin. Wisconsin we've been, gets the edge. We've been better. They spend six hundred. They spend double of what double. Wisconsin does. Look at them. Look at Rutgers. Rutgers spends more than Rutgers spends eight hundred and twenty-four thousand. Rutgers 000. spends three times. Think about that. They've won like two games in the Big Ten since they've joined the conference. They suck. So again, remember Nelson was betting on them. 
By the way, Rutgers minus 11 against UMass this weekend, Nelson. What do you Take think a look of that? At the, I like Rutgers. Take a look at the Scarlet Knights minus 11 against yeah, UMass. They, they covered more games than they didn't. <laughs> That's true. I think they covered more games than the Badgers, okay, but They did twice as many. The obvious easy answer is to say. Did the Badgers cover one game? I think they were three. No, they and, covered at they, least two. They were three, eight, and one. They pushed one. They were three, eight, and one against the spread. Yikes. So let's, well, we're going to, you know, no more Brewer bets, no more Badger football bets till further notice. No, I mean, look, when you hear that, it's, that's that's like awesome. You're like, oh man, Rutgers spent three to one what what we spent. Yet you know we're we're competing for Big Ten championships. Rutgers can't even win a game. But then flip that around. What if Wisconsin spent what Rutgers spent? Would would there be would there be would there be two Graham Mertzes here? Well, I'd, would I'd, there be three five star recruits if they're you know Rutgers spends that and they're still terrible. What if Wisconsin spent what? I mean, Nebraska spent five times last year. What Wisconsin spent? What if Wisconsin spent the amount of money Nebraska spends? Would we have been seven and five last year? Oh well, you can always spend. Well, you can't. I don't. You can play. Sure, yeah. You can say yeah. Sure, why not? Um, but you can always spend more. They they're the lowest in the Power Five conference. Right. That and look how good they are. I guess in theory, if you what does money buy you? Money can buy you a lot of things. Can money buy you a championship? Well, you could make Georgia. I mean, what are we talking about, Georgia? Georgia's number one. They have not won a college football playoff. I mean, they've been there, but they haven't won. Right. Now, uh, Alabama is second. What's Ohio State compared to everyone in there? They are only in the, they are not even in the top 20. So they are, I mean, well, they have a big name. Goes under the table. Yeah, or, or tattooed on your body. <laughs> right. So, you, you're, I mean, you're right. Or it does. Signed. It doesn't automatically mean if Wisconsin would spend a lot more money. Just because you throw a lot of money at something doesn't mean Correct. you're going to be good at something. Like I've seen a lot of like you can have like a startup company spend a lot of throw a lot of money on something, all of a sudden they're bankrupt in about three months. So just because people spend a lot of money doesn't mean, equate being good at something. Well, I agree with you, but I think the question then would be, okay, if you're not putting it in recruiting, because look, a lot of recruiting is a crapshoot anyway. You know, a five-star, you know, you know, a 15-year-old, you know, Michigan's recruiting kids in seventh grade, for God's sakes. I mean, how many times does a, a kid pan out and how many times does a kid like, you know, uh, an Alex Erickson who nobody recruited become an NFL player? So it goes both ways. But then like, where? okay, you're not putting your resources in recruiting. I get it. What are you putting it in? Like, where are yeah, you spending that I mean, that you're money? renovating Camp Randall. Um New they're, oh, they're installing handrails this season so the old people can get up and down. Did you see that? New football jerseys. Oh Let yeah, the new the new game. the new um throwback inspired jerseys. I mean, what like else? okay, the, the guy tweeted me and said they're spending on removing a, nails tails. Right. Going from RC Cola to Pepsi. That yeah. was a big change. <laughs> um, you know, like that guy tweets me and says upgrades. Okay. We just had the story last week. LSU renovated its locker room. These players have like their own like escape pods now. Dude, like they literally have wild. they have like their own like spaceships. Like okay, Wisconsin's locker room is nice, I'm sure. It ain't touching LSU's. You know, you, you go. They to, spent twenty eight million dollars on their locker room. Right. Clemson's got a movie theater and like five swimming pools and a banquet hall in its practice facility. Like so. These schools are spending more money on recruiting than Wisconsin. I got it. And they have these cathedrals that they're spending on their practice facilities. I should say Jake has it. Lit Bucky 92 tweets me at Ebo says, he goes, that's a really easy answer, homie. Wisconsin recruits indulge on $15 fish fries while Rutgers recruits are choking <laughs> down $50, $50 New York strips. If you, when, when I have, you know, friends come over that live like, let's say New York, or I guess I'm from Toronto that come down, people from like big cities, when they come down here, they're blown away about the prices of things. Yeah. They'll go out, get a fish fried old fashioned that bills like 15 bucks, their jaw hits the floor. Maybe it's just cost of living. Cost of living, baby. But the, I guess they're flying. They're the, flying. Places. The comeback would be though. I've been to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. It's not that expensive down there. You can. Yeah. Athens, Georgia, ain't a megatropolis. So I hear what he's saying. Now, New Jersey, where Rutgers located, yeah, cost of living pretty high. Cost of living in Athens, Georgia, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, ain't no different than Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. So kind of think I got to disagree on that one. They don't spend much on dental care down there either. <laughs> you ever seen those summer teeth? Some are here, some are there. <laughs> so that's a good theory for Rutgers. It's not a good theory for Alabama and Georgia. I don't think I'm well, going to be visiting Tuscaloosa anytime soon for a vacation.
I think a lot of Alabama is just under the table. Well, I'm sure it is, but that that still leaves two and a half million. That's above the table. I wish I wish they had like this report. They have it as what they have to report and whatnot. I right. wish you could get the like, hey, this is an anonymous report. Right. You won't get in trouble. How much money now, do, how you much spend do you spend really under the right. table? I'd love to see that. Well, in your con, you know, right? The the FBI stuff with the whole Yahoo report from the college basketball. I mean, that money's insane. Right, like, was that one guy DeAndre Ayton was getting like hundreds of thousands of yeah. dollars to go to? Air- so he went what? there for one year. Alabama spends two point three million a year on recruiting. God, that's insane. I, I'm just you know, and again, I, part of me more. I'm more leaning towards I. I love Wisconsin even more today. And how can we get upset <laughs> if they don't win the Big Ten? Look at Kansas, Kansas. Can't you just say Kansas sucks? They're the probably the worst team in college football. They spend one point one million a year on recruiting. Yeah, yeah they, they won one Rutgers last year. <laughs> get get your money back. Yeah, I hope you saved your receipts on that one. But that's my point. What if Wisconsin? Ooh, too bad that wasn't from like ten years ago. It's probably just Charlie. Yeah, Charlie Weiss's food, food bill. Bills. <laughs> yeah, I can hear him getting fatter right now. Is he still alive? So I don't know. Slow, painful death. So death by a thousand. Two states. years ago, Wisconsin spent three hundred grand, and they went twelve and zero. Right? Yeah. Two years ago, Kansas spent a million, and they went one and eleven. Like that just that doesn't that shouldn't happen. That's impossible. That's Rutgers spent nine hundred thousand dollars last year. They went zero and nine in the Big Ten. Like that's impossible. I feel like money can only buy you happiness if you're in the Major League Baseball. If you're in MLB, look at like the Dodgers. Stuff like that. What does where does money what does money get you in sports besides in baseball? I guess there's a cap on everything else, right? All right, put it put it on a poll. Wisconsin is dead last in spending money on recruiting the Power Five conferences. That does that make you love Wisconsin even more or frustrate you as a Badger fan? Um, I'll put that up on a poll. Let me ask you something because you are. I see this trending on Twitter. It's hashtag Save Spidey and Spider Man Far from the MCU. Yeah, they're leaving. What they're they're changing so, theaters or movie production houses or something spider-man's leaving the mcu um i haven't seen endgame yet <laughs> so shame on me and i haven't seen far from home or anything do you know anything about this yeah like, it's not the character like it's, disney and sony couldn't come to an right. agreement with something correct so do we have another botched spider-man trilogy probably spider-man's my favorite superhero why no, can't they just get this right why are, can't one guy just stay on right. like t- well okay i'll give you some good movies. toby mcguire the best spider-man there was um yeah, I would agree with that. Now, they've already got one more Spider-Man in the can, so this would be like four or five years down the road. But yeah, you're right. If they're going to if they're gonna make another Spider-Man after the other one that's already it's coming, be a new guy. it'll be a new guy. Good God. Just bring back so, Tobey Maguire. Let's go. I want to see a down... Well, Tobey's like my age Dude, now. Dude, that's why I want to see a, I want to see. A, I want to see an old Spider-Man. Spider-Man's always like played by like a younger guy, you know? Show me yeah, a Spider-Man. old Spider-Man like a beer gut. Show me a webhead later on in his life that's like Mary Jane Watson's like yelling at him to take out the trash. Take out the trash, you bum! He's like sitting like... He's sitting at like like Ale Bundy on his couch, little beer guy. He's like, man, not now, Mary Jane. Hey, hey, MJ, the game's on. I can't go. He just can't. His spider sense doesn't tingle like he used to anymore. That would be a good movie. He needs a little Cialis or Viagra for his spider sense, man. He's like, I don't feel like it. It's like that. What was that? Uh, Hancock, the Will Smith where he's a superhero, (laughs) where he's an alcoholic. (laughs) And he's like like, trucking buffet food. He's like sleeping in the parking lot of McDonald's. Who's keeping it? Sony or Disney? Sony must be keeping it. Sony. If you're listening, you need new ideas for movies. Who, by the way, Matrix Four. Well, you, know, you just that's took my, sick I was as hell. Get to that, but yeah, we're Sony, about if that. you're listening, a later on in life Spider-Man who's balding, beer gut, a little down and out. Mary Jane Watson's pissed at him because they've been together too long. Get it done. Get it done. I'd watch that. Some clarity on this, Ebo. I'm. I tend to be with you that it does make you appreciate what we have even more. But then I'm like, well, time out here. What did we say last year after the start? Uh, time this, out, T-Mart. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, this time last year, what were we saying? Okay, it's the little brother talk is over. We went 12-0 and last year in the regular season. We almost made the college football playoff. It's time to join the big boys. Wisconsin's arrived. We're, we should be thought of as one of the elite programs in college football. Well, you can't really be the elite in when you're spending less money on recruiting than Rutgers. So I, I don't. I mean, you can't okay, have it both ways. Rutgers, where would you put Rutgers on the precipice of becoming elite? <laughs> Terrible. Like, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being not elite, 10 being the most elite you could ever get, where's Wisconsin at? Uh, like a 7? Yeah. Eight. Where would I'll, Rutgers be at? 
A two? Point oh two. <laughs> two if they're lucky? A one? A, a one. So, and they spend more money. Uh, Illinois spends more money. Indiana spends more money. Maryland spends more money. Uh, you know, look at the Big Ten, man. Uh, if they spend more money, would it probably help? Sure. I mean, because Wisconsin's in a better position than those other crap programs. I'm going to put it up. I put it up on Twitter and put it up on Facebook as well. I want to hear what everyone else has to say. Uh, I appreciate you. Uh, yeah, because I look, part of me is like, I, I feel like there you can go either way with this. You can sell this as we are amazing. What we've accomplished, six Rose Bowls and, you know, Orange Bowls and Cotton Bowls and, you know, New Year's Day bowl games year in, year out. It shouldn't happen. But then part of me can sell it as, see, this is why Alabama's Alabama. This is why Ohio State and Michigan get all the love in the Big Ten, and Wisconsin's always a little brother because they outspend us seven to one. Yeah, but for the elites, then you have Ohio State, who you said they barely are in the top twenty for spending. Yep, they, which is and crazy. Won the college football playoffs. You have Correct. Georgia, who spends the most. They have not they won have the not college won. football playoffs, and Alabama's second, I assume. Second, which obviously they've won. And, but and here's the other one: Clemson's won two of the last three and is a massive favorite to win it this year. They're only like seventh. You know, you have it's all. It's basically it's the SEC and then Clemson, uh, Coach, and then you get into yeah. the Ohio States, the Michigans, the Oklahomas. On Twitch, Coach Hagan says it's not about money spent; it's about finding talent that fits and the intelligence to learn a scheme. Uh, well, and speaking of intelligence, uh, sorry, SEC, they don't have the same academic standards at say Alabama that they do at the University of Wisconsin. Oh, two plus two is three. <laughs> oh, you come on in, man. Come on in, Sean. <laughs> all right, where's Cletus at? <laughs> 608-321-1670. Who we got, Nell? Okay. Brain fart. Brain fart. Welcome to the Joe and Ebo show. Oh, I'm getting them for that. Sorry, Chad. We're working on an MS-DOS no, computer from 86. Damn, I got no that, call screener. It's all that damn American cheese you keep compressing into your brain. It's all gooing. <laughs> That's up my bad. I completely there, was trying Nelson, to uh, I got a brain uh, fart. Yeah. <laughs> He's thinking um, about nails, tails. He's got penis on the brain. <laughs> I, uh, I turned on the show right when you guys said that Rutgers is outspending University of Wisconsin. And I. Not Chad, really not just got, outspending, it, Chad, outspending Wisconsin three to one. Okay, so, like, I, I immediately, my brain went into how could that be possible? And I thought, geographically speaking, Rutgers is, you know, that's in New Jersey. So they're relatively close to Pennsylvania and Ohio. They still have the tri state area that they could be recruiting out of. And if they're having to dip down into Florida like we did during uh, Barry Alvarez and Bielema, that may be closer. I'm sure it's closer than Wisconsin. So then it's like, how is that possible? The next step after that, my brain said, well, we don't really have to recruit offensive line talent, which is the beginning of the offense. We just say we're Wisconsin, and if you're from Wisconsin, this is where you go. So what is the justification for that? Even if you took half of the difference of what you're spending, you might be able to land – you know, some, some, uh, some talent. And I understand that there's an issue with the academics and so on and so forth. And Rutgers right up there with Alabama, as far as, you know, how, how, how easy it is to get into school. And I'm not knocking those universities. That's something that they have that we don't, but when you don't have something like that, then you might need to spend a couple more coins. And you can't tell me that, 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 um, that, that athletic, department isn't making money because they're building brand new buildings at the turn of every corner. Yeah. So what would be the justification of something like this? I just, I have to know. Well, that's my, uh, thank you. Thank you, Chad. Uh, and sorry about brain fart. Um, yeah. And I'm not mad at UW. I'm just wondering, okay, if you're not going to spend an extra million dollars to take plane trips to Florida and Texas to try and, you know, pull a guy out of there, what do you, what do you put, how are you improving? So, also, Coach Hagan on Twitch says, and for the elites, quote-unquote, talent breeds talent, and talent likes the media attention. So, once you get established, true, like in Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, uh, you know, insert SEC nonsense here, you get, you get your own network that's brought up by the four-letter network, ESPN. You know, they get, on their, they get on their knees for them. And then you have kids that are like, oh, look at the, like going to LSU. You just got a twenty-eight million dollar renovated locker room. Of course, like, isn't? Well, I guess that goes to the point of Wisconsin to spend more money then, doesn't it? Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, but, you're not going to spend so, money on recruiting. LSU's beating Wisconsin by over a million and a half dollars on recruiting, and they just built a palace of a, but the, of the a palace locker room. Definitely gets a lot of people in there. But when you are a perennial winner like Alabama, 
I mean, I bet you Alabama didn't, wouldn't even have to spend a penny to go recruit no, people. they wouldn't. And then they would just come to them in droves. That's correct. So I don't know. Wisconsin's you know, not there, I don't think. But that's my point is, okay, if going to six Rose Bowls in the last 20 years and going to 20 straight bowl games and being a, you know, a known program, to your point of Alabama, it's clearly not at that level of Wisconsin. Like, Wisconsin can't just pick up a phone and say, hey, this is Paul Chris, head coach of Wisconsin. I'd like to talk to you about coming to our school next year. And the player says, good enough for me, coach. I'll be there. Like, to your point, yeah, that's all Nick Saban has to do. If you get a call from Nick Saban, you think you're not going to Alabama? Yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm coming. <laughs> but no on the flip that. side, you know, like, again, I'll go back to the, our biggest recruit. You know, Graham Mertz is like the greatest thing ever in Madison He's a he's a name and a number at Alabama. He's a nobody for two years at at Clemson. So, you know, at Wisconsin, he's the savior. I saw this and I wanted to bring this up. You know how Paul Christ and Wisconsin like they refuse to name a starting quarterback. They won't name a starting quarterback. It's going to be a while. Yep. So Wisconsin on Twitter football, the Twitter account released a hype video kind of, and they had a lot of shots from practice that's closed in the media. In it. Graham Mertz is wearing a white jersey. Chase, you know, Chase Wolf is wearing a white jersey. Vandenboom's wearing a white jersey. Jack Cohen is wearing a black, no contact, don't touch me. I'm the number one starting quarterback jersey. <laughs> yeah, we talk, I mean, he's probably going to be the guy. If um, you watch the hype video, he's the only one in that black jersey. Yeah. And he's uh, getting all the first team reps. I mean, like, just announce it already. It's going to be Cohen. Probably. He's in the video. Right? It's the hype. They've, you've released it yourself. I read between the lines. So, okay. but so you like, feeling a little lighter? Um. Yeah. I mean, I worked out. I've been to the gym two days in a row this week. I actually do feel pretty good. Not a boy. I'm at the um, wallet. Oh, Jack Cohn is not good for you. <laughs> Even hey, Nelson. If if it was so obvious, why don't they just name him? But I believe Ebo is right. I believe I am going to come up snake eyes on this one. But okay, Ebo, back to Graham Mertz. You know, if tell me Graham Mertz hasn't just been lauded by Badger fans for the last year. Oh yeah. Okay. Time. And because why? Because he's a big, highly touted recruit. Right. And a quarterback, something that, right. like we you know, need. Well, what are two things Wisconsin doesn't get a lot of around here? Big recruits and big quarterbacks. Right? And mm-hmm. so how excited have we been over this one kid? If there were 10 Graham Mertzes coming in every year like there is at Ohio State or Michigan or Alabama – we wouldn't buy into the hype. Jack Cohn would have, of course, but it would have been over because. But the difference is, well, we got a five-star quarterback recruit. He's got to be the guy. Well, there's 50 guys at Clemson and Georgia, and I'm again doesn't mean all of them are going to. 49 of them could end up being bust. But I would. I'm a guy that I'm a strength and numbers guy, right? You throw it. We do this all the time with idea. You know, not every show idea, topic, new segments ever worked. But you throw enough stuff at the wall, something's eventually sure. going to stick, right? Same thing with recruiting. Yeah, I get it. What Wisconsin's doing is impressive. But to Chad's point, okay, if you spend a few more dollars, maybe you take a few more shots at it. Maybe you get a few more Graham Mertzes in here. So Wisconsin is bottom of the Power 5 conference is spending $350,000 on recruits. How much money do you think went to Graham Mertz for that? $350,000? they better have. They got that, you know, the, the kid uh, from the lineman Brown from... Uh, so $250,000. Yeah, he's, he's a five-star guy. Yeah. He's, pre- he's pretty impressive. If but- you look at... Because we were talking yesterday in Ebo's office with Heilprin, some of the highly touted quarterbacks that Wisconsin has gotten pre-Graham Mertz, and it's actually kind of laughable. Yeah. Kurt Phillips, Bart Houston, Jack Cohn. Austin Kafensis. I mean, he was supposed to be, he, he, he was going to be, you know, that was at the height of the Reed option. He was Colin Kaepernick 2.0 when Reed option quarterbacks. He was going to be the guy that was going to take us to the promised land. Ebo, he never even stepped foot on the field to play a game all for Wisconsin. Those, all those guys were the highest touted quarterbacks since they started really rating them, and none of them were none of them panned out. Stars. Yeah, and so far none have panned out. Uh, I do I, love me some Bart Houston though. Um, it is an interesting topic. Do you love Wisconsin even more, or does this frustrate you to no end that the big boys are outspending you 10, 15 to one when it comes to getting recruits? We always start with the bad, in with the good. So maybe we're saving the best for last for this, you know, Brewers have not been good. This Badger thing, I think it's up to subject uh, if you agree or disagree with the spending. But there's no doubt about another Matrix movie being good. So Free we'll sa- your mind. <laughs> we'll save the uh, the best uh, for last. All right, here we go. 
Uh, again, Joe and Evo Wanderings, Wisconsin football. This was a, an article, a three-year study released yesterday by USA Today of the Power Five conferences on money spent. And again, very key point, the, the reported money. I think we all agree there's we a lot of unreported money. But the reported money spent on recruiting among Power Five conferences over the last three years, Wisconsin is dead last. Think about teams like Rutgers, Wake Forest, Washington State, Boston College, the, the Kansas State. These are teams that are spending more money on on college football recruiting Illinois. than Wisconsin. Uh, does it? But obviously, those teams are all tragic. Wisconsin has been a fringe national title contender over the last three years. Yeah. So does that make you love Wisconsin even more? Or frustrate you because, boy, if we can do this spending that less money, what could we accomplish if we spent money like the big boys? Right now, 65% of the Twitter poll, Ebo, saying it frustrates you spend more. I I think it is impressive, man. Wisconsin knows what they want. They go and get what they want. They find the best fit for it. They don't have to spend a lot of money on it. Uh, they recruit a certain type of player you know, that fits a mold that Wisconsin puts out there, and they're always you know, good. I said it last year, but that's because, you know, Hornybrook. They're always good. So the yeah. fact that Wisconsin is able to do this on the cheap, on the low dough, is very impressive to me. That shows you how good the coaches are, the recruiters are, and how good the system is and how the players fit in said system. I think it's impressive. But if you were to spend a little more, it probably would help. Uh, 608-321-1670 here. Our buddy Gator Frank tweets us at Zone Madison. All Wisconsin teams across the board are notorious cheapskates. Good old mess, good old Midwest frugalness shining bright again. Are we all, are we cheapskates? Are we Midwest cheapskates or Midwestern people? Are we tight with our money? I ain't too tight with my money. We were, I mean, we had the Thirsty Goat in here yesterday. I like to throw it around a little bit. <laughs> well, I was just saying, uh, we were talking about the Miller tab at the Thirsty Goat with Chef Jeff yesterday. Certainly when it comes to my bar, and if you've ever been to the Red Zone on a Badger Saturday, that thing's longer than my arm when they print out the receipt at the end of the show. Yeah. So when it comes to our bar tabs, we're not frugal. No, Are we frugal with our sports teams? Well, Ted Thompson would go get bargain buys. <laughs> now, he was pretty frugal. Like, if Ted Thompson made a trip to Walmart, he wouldn't go for the $5 <laughs> bin for the movies. He'd go to the $1 bin for the movies. Like, the straight to DVD. <laughs> the $1 DVD. Yeah, he like wouldn't even look Sharknado at Sharknado 7. Yeah, he wouldn't even look at the $5 bin. That was too much. Um, <laughs> well, Paul Christ, phenomenal coach. That dude has to live at TJ Maxx. Like, he is a Maxinista. When you look at the, what he's wearing on the sidelines, you're like, this dude... Totally goes to the clearance rack at TJ Maxx and Max anistas it out because he's got a certain swag about him. It's like the dad TJ Maxx style. I love it. It's great. And then you got <laughs> the dad. You know what I'm, I'm 44. This is my birthday today. Is this what I've become? Am I a guy that's gonna stupid? We're wearing like polos and like khaki pants every day and like white sneakers. Am I at that spot in my life? No. I mean you you had to buy that Brewer shirt you're wearing right there because you uh, gave your tank top to some lady or something. Yeah. Remember I got some, no, someone stole my tank. Top. Remember we went to Miller Park Bull and crap, but I do like this shirt. You tried again. to get into got, Miller Park without way, a shirt on? This was on clearance. This was the cheapest. I said, give me the cheapest well, shirt you have. But isn't that cool? The sausage race? See that Twitch? Yeah, so it was either that or where's Chef, Chef Jeff's triple XL polo. Oh, oh, that was a tough scene. Was that triple XL or quadruple? Uh, it was a pup tent. Yeah. So I mean, I guess it was I would have done the same do thing I, if I were you though. But do I dress like a forty four year old guy today on my birthday? No, you just like you just like a younger cat. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. I feel young. Um <laughs> the TJ Maxx and neat stuff. You know what I'm talking about I though. I totally do. My stepdad, he loves TJ Maxx. He's like, dude, I got this sweet bargain. This Columbia shirt. I got it for seventy five percent off. I'm like, cool. It's like man. going to Kohl's. You you they they pay you to go there because you, you spend forty dollars yeah, and cash. you get eighty dollars in Kohl's cash. Kohl's cash, bro. I bet Paul Chris rakes it at Kohl's. For sure. <laughs> he better get unlimited cold cash. What? Okay, but they're only... Maybe sp- that's what they do to the recruits. They're like, hey, we can't give you any money. Here's some Kohl's cash. Here's some Kohl's cash. Kohl's is not I bad. Bet, I bet Graham merged his entire... He's got generational Kohl's cash wealth. He's wearing like Lee pipes and Quicksilver. <laughs> <laughs> Graham Mertz's grandson's grandson's going to be shopping at Kohl's. What's like the go-to at Kohl's? I feel like Lee pipes and... Yeah, like, you know, Brewers. It's got to be Lee. Over, like, just Lee. Yeah, it'd be Levi's. Yeah. No, know? not Levi's. It's, like, Lee. It's the, it's the cooler version of Levi. Lee. And uh, what's, like, a shirt over there? Oh, man. It's just, it's like, like, the, the, the button. I mean, just, like, the king of, like, the $14, like, generic polos. It's like Arizona. That's what it's called. Like the Arizona button downs. I think it's, the brand's <laughs> called Arizona. 
I, but I'm not sure. It's if, like, like a generic plaid. That's like not a not a strong color. It's just kind of like a mute mute color. Yeah, but if we're trying to get, I mean, I, look, I love Herb Cold, but has been very good to the state of Wisconsin. I'm just not sure if we're trying to get five-star recruits if we want to be flowing around Coles and TJ Maxx. I love it. Cash. I think it's a point of pride for Wisconsin that you're cheap and you're frugal with it. I, I, don't, I don't know about that Meet one. Meet me at Coles, man. It's going down. Until you claim you're opening up your pockets but can't afford, like, $7 million worth of a couple pitchers. Okay, well, okay. Has certain teams now in Wisconsin opened up their pocket? We, obviously, the Wisconsin Badger football team hasn't. They clearly haven't. They're the last in the Power Five. They got Lee Pipes. They're all fitted with Lee Pipes. <laughs> the Packers don't have a <laughs> a checkbook. And airwalk, airwalk shoes. Remember airwalks? <laughs> I think they still make those. It's at the Coles. New Balance. Those. If you're no, going to Coles, you're getting New Balance. No, if you're going to Coles, you can, there's the little. They try to make you air a little. Walks. You try to get a little cool. I think they still got Airwalks. I think they still got Lee Pipes and Arizona button downs. But so the Bucks, they but they spent money. They just built a new stadium. Well, right? I should say the taxpayers spent money. They just built a new stadium, and they. Yeah, but it doesn't sound like they want to go into the luxury tax. Well, that's just bad operating if you're in the luxury The Brewers days. spent more money than they've yeah, ever the spent Brewers, in the history yeah, of the franchise. The Brewers spent more money than they've ever had before. They're going Levi's. I ain't going Lee Pipes. And then um, Packers? The Packers, I, are, Packers don't have any pocketbooks after Mark Yeah, they're Murphy's broke. Out. The Packers are broke. Well, Mark Murphy's too busy spending on a sledding hill. Well, but they spend, Tidal I mean, Town. Titletown District's beautiful. Yeah, but they're not spending it on, well, they have, what, $8 million left in salary? Oh, camp? dude, we totally missed it. I'm on Coles.com. It's the Van. You can get a Vans. Van Houston. No, a Van Houston button up for seventeen ninety nine. Van Houston's more of the older guy. That's what we're talking about. No, like the like the really older. Okay, guy. how about a Croft and Barrel button up shirt for seventeen ninety nine? Croft and Barrel. Oh, Sonoma. That's oh, a, Sonoma. That's what I was thinking. My of. dad rocks the Sonoma. Yeah. Twenty one ninety nine for a beautiful button up Sonoma shirt. Sonoma. That's what it was. Coles.com. <laughs> That's where our three hundred fifty grand. Keep in mind, folks. There's some restrictions on Colts cash, but Sonoma's not one of them. Have at it. Um. Oh, dude, these Nike Air Monarchs. Oh, that's those are. Tell me. The, every Badger coach isn't wearing Nike Air Monarchs. If you're a, if you're a dad in Wisconsin <laughs> and you consider yourself a Grill King, you're rocking the Monarchs. You got the Monarchs, you got the Jorts, you got like a Rose Bowl shirt from the 90s, and you're grilling and chilling. And of course, Ebo, on sale regularly $69.99, now $54.99, men's V2 white New Balance sneakers. <laughs> Grill master right there. This is where the three hundred and fifty grand is gone. Straight to Coles, baby. I love me some Coles. It's been a minute since the Matrix Revolutions. And, you know, you had the, the three original Matrix uh, movies, Ebo, which I think we all agree were, were pretty incredible movies, yes? Incredible. Matrix, one of the greatest films ever made. I completely agree. The original Matrix, 1999. Oh, God. Um, one of the all-time. I mean, Red that's a, pill me now. Right. It's a top tenner. Uh, so you had and, Ma- you know, Reloaded and Revolutions right. were also... Pr- Good. Incredible but movies. Not as great as the first one, obviously, right. but still really good. All right. So you had Matrix in 99, Reloaded in 01, Revolutions in 03. Most movies, you know, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, you name it, they go in trilogies, right? Yep. So it, it, it ran its course. Number three, spoiler if you haven't seen it, sorry, Neo, Keanu Reeves, saves, you know, uh, Saves humanity, dies at the end, and Zion. It, it, you know, saves Zion, takes down the Matrix, and uh, of the machines, and the machines are on. Okay, that was seventeen years ago. It was announced yesterday <laughs> that the Matrix Four, um, despite the fact that Neo and I, did, yeah, Trinity died too, didn't she at so, the end? Well, Neo, if I remember correctly, Neo saves Trinity, but Neo dies because he's the one, and he goes back. Spoiler, by the way. He goes back into the system to reset the matrix because right. he finds out that the architect says it's a cycle. Like he's like the right. whatever of the one. There's always the one coming through. It resets the matrix. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I got. I right. should. Nelson, you just watched it like a couple weeks ago. It's something like that. Yeah, but Neo. That's the gist of it. Neo dies at the end of the movie yeah, to save Zion. Yeah, to save everything. I guess I'd have to go back and watch it. On did did Carrie Ann Moss die? Trinity's character. The character. Did she die? In the Matrix, or did her actual body die? Now we're getting kind of nerded out here. Bottom line is, 
they announced yesterday that they're making Matrix 4 with Carrie Ann Moss, that's Trinity, and Neo, that's Keanu Keanu Reeves. Reeves. So there's two questions. Is this another one where, you know, let Sleeping Dogs lie? It was an incredible three movies. Just shut it down at the end and and be happy with it. Why are you trying to catch? Why why are we bastardizing the Matrix? Uh, Or, you know, like Trinity died too. Yeah, I'm like, you know, like Indy, I'm in my favorite movie of all time is Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Right? So, you know, you do Raiders of the Lost Ark, you do Temple of Doom, and then you do, you know, The Last Crusade. That's it. It's over. What do they do 25 years later? They come back with the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. People are like, how can you do this to Indiana Jones? Great movie. I thought it was a good movie. They're actually making a fifth Indiana Jones. Good. And I'm like, hey, I love Indiana Jones. Crystal Skull's rule. So Deal are, with it. Are you, <laughs> so are you as a fan of The Matrix, which most people are, be like, hell yeah. Bring another one on, or you're like, why can't Hollywood just stop it? I am so in on the Matrix. It, th- there's not a better time to bring back. Like, Rage Against the Machine was in the soundtrack for the first Matrix. Rage Against the Machine needs to come back in the political climate that it is right Hell now. Yeah. The Matrix needs no, to come yeah. back in the climate that it is right now. What are they? they they're coming up with, um, what's what's the... Uh, you pa- got to have Lawrence Fishburne in there, though. Didn't Morpheus- well, they haven't... Did Morpheus, did he die in Revolution? No, he, he, he still lives. Or he was living in Zion? Yeah, they're talking about casting a younger. So it's got to be a prequel. Well, that's well the they're other talking thing. about Michael B. Uh, Jordan. Jordan. Right. So like in Avatar. They're, they're make, making like 10 of they're them. They're making, th- well, th- I think it's three to start. But like, again, spoiler alert, if you didn't see it. Sigourney Weaver died. Uh, the main bad guy, the military general guy died. But they're bringing them all back. So like, are you picking up? So then, are you like just pretending they didn't die, or are you? Are these all prequels? So are we gonna see like a prequel now of the Matrix? No, they're continuing on with the story. I think they want to expand the universe. They said so, dude. Remember, all right, the iconic scene of Keanu Reeves, aka Neo, when he's on the roof and one of the agents pulls his gun out at him and he starts firing the shots, and all of a sudden it slows down, and Neo does that lean back. Right. He does the fat Joe lean back. And he gets the arms flowing in the right. air, and you see the bullets go. Phew, right, phew, it's like one of the most iconic movie scenes of all time. When they filmed that scene, they needed like forty cameras all in a U around Keanu Reeves, and it was like they revolutionized camera tricks and certain film uh, filmography when it comes to techniques used. Just think of the technology yeah, they that have is now. True. Compared to what, and remember in, in Reloaded and Revolutions when like Keanu Reeves, Neo would be flying around and. You, you could obviously tell it was CGI, like it looked video gamey. Yeah. Just think of the technology now they have and how sick the special effects are going to be. In That's the Matrix. a good point. I say I for just, the special effects alone. Yeah, the spe- and you're right. The, the the only issue I have is sometimes like the movies they just play us for such fools. Like we're so stupid, like we don't pay attention. Like again, you haven't seen Endgame. It's an and I think what their thing is, it's such a good movie that you're not going to question some of the timeline stuff. But if you really pay attention, you're like. Well, well that's that a movie. You just got to dive in. You got to right. let go. But, like, okay, I was watching X-Men Last Stand Ooh. the other night. That's the original. You know, they had the three original X-Men, you know, yeah. with Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. And was that the newest Patrick last Stewart. one? It was the newest last one. I heard it was terrible. No, no, the the, the, the original, not the new one. The, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, The yeah, yeah. Original, original three. That was good. Those were good. Um, and in that one, again, sorry, spoiler, but this was 20-some years ago, uh, Professor X, Patrick Stewart, you know, the Captain Picard from Star Trek character, mm-hmm. he dies. Right. Yep. So then you move forward to the James McAvoy, where they kind of the prequels. Yep. And it's Days of Future Past. Right. Yep. But they pick up the storyline like ten years after Last Stand, <laughs> and Professor X is alive. <laughs> and I looked at my buddy. I'm like, wait a minute. This guy died, and they, they and they never address. They just like they assume that we're stupid. Like nobody's gonna ask the question. Like, well, the last time they made a movie, this guy died. Now he's rolling around in his wheelchair like it's no big deal. <laughs> So my question for the Matrix, like, I'm all in. I'm with you. Reboot the Matrix. But if they all died, are they just going to assume we're stupid and, oh, sorry, he lives? Or are they going to explain how they're making another Matrix after Keanu Reeves' character died in the last movie? No, they'll explain it, man. So the, was it the Wachowskis? The Wachowskis that made the Matrix? Yes. Have they made a bad movie? I mean, maybe maybe Speed Racer, but that was still decent. Um, Did they do V for Vendetta? They did. Hugo, we- I mean, that's yeah, a- sick as hell. Mr. Anderson. V for Vendetta was wild, man. Great Cloud-, movie. Cloud Atlas was pretty good. You had uh, B- uh, Bound, that was way back, those four Matrix. You had a lot of these really good movies. They've never made a bad movie. And if they're going to redo-, redo this, you got to feel that they have a reason why. 
I'm a big fan of them, you know, and their movie making. Dude, look at look at Keanu Reeves lately though. You got John Wick who's crushing. You have the Bill and Ted now rebooting. You have Matrix coming back with Matrix Four. Um, he's probably got to do some other stuff. Keanu, this is Keanu Reeves' year, dude. Well, he's on fire. But like the the notion of, and this isn't as far of a gap. Again, like, do you let Top Gun, which is an American classic, you know, let it be? You know, I'm sure it's a good movie because yes, just like the CGI. I mean. You know, the, the technology of making a film in 1986 when Top Gun came out to now 2020. I'm sure they can, the, the fight, the, the the fighter scenes, you know, the fight scenes with the Jets, I'm sure is incredible. But could, should you just let it alone? I mean, The Matrix, it's 17 years, so it's not as long. But that's still a long time. Like, I mean, just let it be. The Matrix is one of my favorite movies of all time. And so the and I love Re- Reload and I rev- love Revolutions. So I would totally be all in on a fourth one. It's like Star Wars. I love Star Wars. Like they could keep pumping out Star Wars, and I'll still watch. True. I'll still I, watch. I, I, a lot of people thought it was blasphemy after Jedi to come back. Nah, with, I like know, Last Jedi. Phantom. Little... No, I'm saying to start it up again with Phantom oh. Menace. Like the after like Jedi, once Jedi was done, that they should have just left it alone. I mean, I understand it, but I I also I like to. Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, too. I do too. I'm, I'm excited. I even like The Last Jedi. It's a, little, it's a little too social justice warrior for my liking, but I still love it. Rise of Skywalker? Sick. Can't wait, man. Can't wait.